Hello and welcome to the CGF podcast. My name is Louise Chester. I work in the communications team at the Consumer Goods Forum and this is the latest episode in our second season of the podcast where we delve behind the scenes of our work and we share our thoughts on the challenges facing our industry, the planet and its people. The Consumer Goods Forum is a CEO-led organization that helps the world's retailers and consumer goods manufacturers to collaborate alongside other key stakeholders to secure consumer trust and drive positive change. As I'm currently out of the office on maternity leave, for this month's episode, I'll be leaving you in the hands of a very special guest host. Enjoy. Thanks, Louise. Hi, everyone. My name is Madeline Vanderheide and I'm also on the communications team at the CGF. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Rob Manhoot, the Vice President of Sales in Europe for Procter & Gamble. The CGF was so pleased to be supported by Procter & Gamble at the 2020 Sustainable Retail Summit, where Procter & Gamble joined us as our executive sponsor. Due to the global health crisis, this year's Sustainable Retail Summit, which was held on the 15th and 16th of October, went virtual. But even with smaller screens, this year's SRS still brought the same spirit of collaboration, commitment, and conscience to the dozens of sessions that were focused on the industry's most pressing challenges of our time, like plastic waste, social sustainability, and health and wellness. Rob is passionate about these topics, and we are so delighted to have him here on the podcast today share his reflections from this year's virtual sustainable retail summit let's get started hi rob thanks for joining us thank you happy to be here madeleine looking forward so first rob let me ask you how was your experience at srs i was overall uh impressed uh i was impressed by the um the quality of the conversations uh i was very impressed by the booths it was really well prepared and also the whole virtual digital setup was very enabling. I think it was a lot uh, broader than uh, than we used to be in the face-to-face. And I think a lot more people could be participating, participated in the meeting, in the summit. So I think it was very positive. Thank you, Rob. The virtual experience is definitely a little bit different, but we still had a great time conversing with our partners and our members online at this year's SRS. And of course, the reason why we had to go online was due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. And so the theme of this year's SRS was the shared road to recovery and building resilience through thought-provoking leadership. What does this theme mean for you and your work and Procter & Gamble sustainability initiatives? So on the resilience, I believe we need true resilience um, and we cannot get distracted by short-term business challenges. It is uh, even more important than ever to focus on the, uh, on the green recovery of our economies. And I think investments are needed to be, uh, and need to be focused on sustainable long-term impact. And I realize there's a lot happening on the short term in many markets, uh, for many retailers. But we need to look at this from a uh, long-term perspective. And I think also I, I love the, the plea of Alexandra Cousteau. Uh, she made it very clear. It was, we had a high level of initiatives pre-COVID and that was super energizing, but it needs to continue during and also post-COVID. I think the necessity is, um, is super obvious and it's all in our face. 
I couldn't agree more. And I'm happy that you brought up Alexandra Cousteau because my next question is about the topic of plastic weights, which was uh, one of the biggest topics at SRS and one of the topics that Alexandra spoke about. And so with the topic of plastic waste, the solution to which many of the featured speakers agreed requires innovative thinking for how plastics are produced and managed, but also collaboration to create enabling environments for recycling and to encourage proper consumer behavior. Can you tell us about P&G's contributions to the efforts to drive down plastic waste? And where do you see your brand being able to make the biggest impact? Yeah, I think if I looked at it and also listened to, um, to all the speakers, I think it's very clear that we need a uh, technological disruption. Uh, we need this disruption to, uh, to solve for this massive plastic waste challenge that we all face. Um, I believe that one of the elements that we are working as PNG collectively with others is the Holy Grail initiative. Uh, I believe this is such a technological disruption. Right, and Holy Grail 2.0 was at the center of one of the sessions featuring Procter & Gamble. So really quickly for our listeners, uh, could you just share what, what Holy Grail 2.0 is? So PNG is convinced that the Holy Grail project is a breakthrough technology um, to solve for massive plastic waste. Uh, it's all about digital watermarks in our packaging. And such a digital watermark will enable automated sorting and high quality recycling for packaging. So this has the potential to drive a truly circular economy. And the fact that these digital watermarks uh, also enable easier scanning at the cashier and enables brands to directly communicate to consumers makes the whole idea truly irresistible. It's more than just um, sustainability, it's at the core of what we do. Uh, it started with PNG at the forefront, but we need to collectively jump on this opportunity. Um, and that's the element of the true partnerships that we need across the industry. Uh, if we really can accomplish that, uh, we can deliver on the potential of such an initiative. But just PNG or just a few retailers is not sufficient. We need to collectively do it. And that's why I believe such a summit is so uh, productive because then we can actually interact, share, uh, and make it happen. Um, and it's a lot uh, more more about the collaboration than about the competition between manufacturers or retailers. We all believe that's what I sensed that we th all think this should be a collective effort, and that is very positive to uh, to note. Collective effort. Many speakers spoke about the need to center sustainability at the core of how businesses operate. How do you see this collective action and partnerships supporting that effort? We can, uh, we put, need to put this at the core. Um, and only if we put the, um, the effort at the core of how we operate uh, for PNG itself, but for all the retailers, manufacturers, we can actually make a difference on uh, how consumers are acting on these challenges, how we are acting on it, and we can do it in a productive way and in a long-term sustainable way. So that for me is the, um, the collective effort that we have. Uh, it cannot be different than at the core of how we operate, uh, but not, again, to emphasize, we need to do this in an industry at the core, not on an individual company basis. And that could make it um, super powerful, I believe.
Thanks, Rob. I love everything that you're, you're sharing about collaboration. Um, and while we're on the subject, could you share a little bit about the relationship you have with Magnet, the Russian retailer that was also at the center of the session at um, the Sustainable Retail Summit, where you talked about the Holy Grail 2.0 project. Um, so what is that partnership based on? So about the Magnet partnerships that we have in Russia, uh, partnerships like this, we believe are essential to drive responsible consumer behavior. This needs to be about the retailers and manufacturers working together and educate and inspire consumers. So we can have done this uh, in the second life of plastics, about the recycling that we have put into the stores of Magnet uh, collectively, Magnet and PNG. But furthermore, it's great to hear that such a major retailer actually wants to support also the technological disruptions, such as Holy Grail. It was great to see that, uh, that Jan, the CEO of Magnet, was actually supporting there the uh, Holy Grail initiative. So having the watermarks in our plastics to actually make the recycling very effective and efficient. Um, technolo technological innovation, we believe, only becomes disruptive if we really collectively drive skill and therefore impact. Retailers play a crucial role in this, and we would love to uh, continue to collaborate with Magnets, but also with other retailers. And really quickly, um, another idea that came up quite a bit during your session at SRS was this idea of responsible consumption. Um, and so with your partnership with Magnet, you're trying to encourage greater recycling in Russia with your, with your recyclable packaging. What is, what is responsible consumption and what does it mean to you at P&G? And even what role do you think it has in sustainability in general? So responsible consumption uh, based on science, we believe is uh, a crucial challenge that we need to face. Uh, but we need to face it in a fact-based way. Uh, we have no time to get distracted by perception-based influences. And we believe that in a scientific approach via life cycle assessments um, really enables us to make a significant impact. Uh, examples, for example, what we do is on our laundry and detergent business, we have products that have a brilliant cleaning, but at 30 degrees. So, and it delivers on the consumer needs, but also on low temperatures, so saving a lot of energy. Another example is on our dishwash detergents. Again, brilliant cleaning, but in short cycles. And these short cycles, again, uh, are saving water and saving energy. So such a responsible consumption is something that we can actually do on a scientific-based way via performance of our products, but really delivering both. I think those are key examples how we put sustainability at the core of how we operate and how we manufacture. Thank you so much, Rob. All really great insights. So my final question is about how SRS brings together so many experts in these sustainability fields. Did you learn anything new at this year's SRS? There was not so much uh, unexpected. I think we talked a lot about plastic waste. Um, but next to that, I got very energized uh, to see how much focus there is on the uh, reforestation and or uh, the preventing of the further uh, deforestation. Um, 
that was, I think, very energizing. Um, I also believe it's not a challenge for other regions. I'm from Europe. Uh, we always talk about South America. Uh, I also think it's a great opportunity for Europe. Um, it is another clearly breakthrough idea, uh, but it's also super actionable. And super actionable in a way that actually on this one, we don't need a technological uh, disruption. We really need an, uh, let's say, collective determination to do this. This is feasible. And I like the way, again, how Alexander Cousteau mentioned it. It's not about sustainability. It's about rebuilding something. It's not sustained. Uh, we already, already lost a lot. So we really need to rebuild it. And that idea, I think, is super powerful. Um, and if we are determined, I think it's very actionable. We can actually do this. Uh, it's not a scientific challenge that we have. It's something that we can actually realize by um, putting our minds to it. Right, it's a, it's a challenge that requires action. The thinking and the strategizing is important, but so is, but so is the action and the follow through. So my last question is, as our premium sponsor, uh, SRS would not have been possible without Procter & Gamble. So why did PNG decide to sponsor SRS and join us for the event in that capacity? Well, we know we cannot drive the change alone. Uh, I think we, we talked it, and I think that's crucial. Um, it really enabled us to uh, connect and talk uh, actionable change. And I think this actionable change, for example, is why we have been so focused on the Holy Grail initiative, because we believe it's super actionable, uh, but it's also crucial to focus on it collectively. And there's so many benefits to it. Um, it's a benefit for the um, sustainable approach, because you can actually detect um, the waste, you can identify it, and also to um, recycle it in a proper way. At the same time, there are a lot of other benefits. You can actually use it um, uh, at the cashier. Uh, you can actually use it in the, um, in the quality and safety measurements, or even to talk to consumers via such a barcode. So the watermark in, in plastics, I think could be a, a fantastic innovation, disrupted for the industry. And we really wanted to put this forward to get more companies, retailers and manufacturers energized on this topic. Because we believe it makes an, uh, a huge difference in how we will be uh, looking into the future. Well, we are at the CGF, we are definitely looking forward to following the progress of the Holy Grail 2.0 initiative and seeing how that creates an impact and a difference in um, the way we use plastics and our progress towards a circular economy. So thank you so much, Rob, for joining the podcast today. It was a real pleasure speaking with you and hearing your thoughts on uh, everything that we discussed at the Sustainable Retail Summit. Thank you so much. It was a joy to be here. And while SRS may be over, we still have a road to recovery ahead of us. And we hope you'll join us on this journey towards resilience and a sustainable future. Head to our website at www.tcgfsrs.com to read the executive summary from the event and learn about the key takeaways from all of the sessions, including those that Rob mentioned today, like the keynote speech with Alexander Cousteau and the featured session with Procter & Gamble and its partner, Magnet. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.